Angie. Hey. So today we're talking about confidence, having a confident state of mind. Yes. And you know that our world is social media crazed mm. right now. It's so crazy yes. how social media has such a huge impact on our confidence. It's amazing. And <laughs> honestly, it's kind of crazy because if you think about what was it like back in the day? Like, I mean, yeah. obviously we got to experience that. We are millennials, so yeah. we got to experience a little bit of the world, but we were kids. Right. So I'm kind of curious, you know, how it was back when you were an adult yeah. and there was no social media. I, I Was the confidence a lot different? I, I mean, wonder. you were basically living your own life. I mean, you still had people at work and that you would see in day-to-day basis but not yeah. like you do now where you can on a click of a button see people all around the world and yeah. their quote-unquote highlight reels and we think everyone's life is so perfect and amazing every relationship is perfect and every child <laughs> is perfect and every job is perfect and it's like that's so far from the truth so far from but the truth. it affects how we look at ourselves mm-hmm. how we feel about ourselves and then in turn like it can prevent us from really pushing forward kind of like we talked about last time, by being our best self, Mm -hmm. is because we're so consumed about everyone else. Yeah, so I want to ask, like, what do you think is a confident state of mind? Like, what does that mean? So, well, state of mind makes me think of, like, consistency. Like, that's your mind state. You're you're Hmm. consistent in that. Um, It doesn't mean you're perfect in it. But I would say it's a consistent, positive attitude in yourself, like a belief you really believe in yourself. You trust in yourself. Yes. Um, you believe that you can set goals. You can accomplish them. You believe that you are um, a good person. You believe that you are um, just good, positive things. You're confident in that. And that doesn't mean, again, that we're perfect in those things. Right. Um, because we're constantly growing. But that's how I would define like a confident state of mind. Okay. I see it as like kind of like what you said, basically, like... What you believe, what you know to be true, yeah. in spite of, mm-hmm. you know, what what other people may think yeah. or see or feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be like, this is a bit extreme, but <laughs> you could be like Kevin Hart and you just got a, a state of mind just like you're the tallest man in the room. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you just carry yourself that way and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what anybody says. They can't take that away from you because it's your belief. It's what yeah. you know. So yeah, that's like a confident state of mind to me. You yeah. know, it's just, inter- it's very internal. And that's good. Like you said, no one can take that away from you um, because we- we have a lot of people who suffer with identity, who suffer with self-esteem, low self-esteem issues, and it's easy to project what you're going through onto other people. So the mm. the term misery loves company. Mm-hmm. So if someone's already in a state of low self-esteem, if they're already um, struggling with confidence and they have someone else in the room who is very confident, it can make you feel even worse. And and sometimes those people can even get bitter mm-hmm. by you. Like it's like, no, I'm not like I'm not doing this to make you feel bad. I just feel good and I've gotten to a place to where now I don't have to feel bad either. And you don't. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people don't look at it like that. They just feel like I'm miserable and I don't want to see anyone else doing good. And a lot of times those people will be the ones to put you down. And yeah. it's like no, I'm not going to let anyone take that from me. If I feel like, okay, this is a little extreme, <laughs> but if I feel like I'm in a room with 
Beyonce and Kim Kardashian. I don't know, I'm just naming people who you always hear in the media. <laughs> and whoever else is a beautiful woman. And I go in there and this is not me because I wouldn't feel this way. But if I had the mindset of being confident like that, that like, psh, these women ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> I don't believe that. So I don't want no one on here talking about, Gabby thinks she, no, I don't. I'm just saying like, when you are confident in yourself mm-hmm. and you believe that you belong in the places that you are, no one can take that from you. And yeah. don't let people take that from you. I'm not saying go in and be arrogant mm-hmm. and be like, you know, super big headed about things. But <laughs> <laughs> I think you're giggling a little too much about this. this no, because I'm just thinking. <laughs> I just feel offended now. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> don't feel offended. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about how I would probably be passed out on the ground if I was in a room with Beyonce, oh my but gosh, literally, I would just die. But <laughs> no, I'm not. Good, because I was kind of like, oh, Dang. cut this part out of the podcast. <laughs> We're not going to put myself out there. There goes my self esteem. No, I mean, that's a really good way to feel, though, because mm-hmm. one thing, it's a little bit embarrassing to kind of share, but. Mm-hmm. One thing that I realized about myself when I was younger, not so much now, but mm-hmm. when I was in my younger, my early 20s, if a beautiful woman mm-hmm. stepped into a room, I would literally feel like I shrank. Mm-hmm. I would feel like I just wanted to hide. You know, I was very uncomfortable um, with being around and a woman who can't like you because I was struggling so much in that part of my life yeah. that when I was around a woman who was like, whatever your idea of beautiful, mm-hmm. like six inch heels, beautiful body. And mm-hmm. I remember one time a woman came into my store and she had a, where I worked at Acme mm-hmm. at the time. <laughs> and she had a gorgeous body. She mm-hmm. had six kids. Ooh. She looked so young. Her hair was perfectly placed, her eyebrows and makeup and everything. Wow. And I just remember feeling like, wow, this is like a full grown woman with multiple children and she looks amazing and look at you, you know, you're young, you don't have any kids, you know, I would always shrivel up and that's crazy because just because somebody else's light is shining doesn't mean that it dims yours, Ooh, that's good. you know, and that's I'm like, <laughs> I don't feel that way anymore mm-hmm. now. I'm just like, oh my God, you, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do that. But I definitely went through moments where I would be in a room with a Kim Kardashian or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody like that. And I would just feel invisible now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And I feel like, um, that can be applied to so many different areas. I know for me, there's sometimes where I'll talk to people who they just sound so smart like, I don't know. Like, can you oh, just, like, yeah. people just sound so educated. And you just don't want to even talk. You don't want to talk. Like, and, and there's times where I'm like, I have really valuable things to say, but because I feel like I'm not quote unquote educated enough, mm-hmm. or I don't use the um, eloquent words that they're using, like, I don't feel like I will sound. You feel inadequate. Smart, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like I'm like, I'll, okay, I'll just be quiet and I'll just listen. I literally <laughs> just said this to my husband. Like, I've been told that, you know, I'm really smart and stuff like that in my past by family and friends. Mm-hmm. And But it's like when I, I'm around certain conversations, I, I have stuff to say. I have mm-hmm. things to offer. But I told him I feel like the, the, the. That's how I feel when yes. I'm, and I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah, I just get so quiet because it's that feeling of inadequacy. And it's like, where in the world does that even come from? It's so crazy. I think I've said this before a couple of times. I feel like so many things stem from childhood, like things that we just don't haven't even begun to unpack, mm-hmm. like things that 
happens. Like, I, so for me, I feel like I was, I started off kind of quiet and shy. Not so much, like, around people I knew. But when I started school, I started school actually in the second grade because I was homeschooled mm. for first, or for kindergarten and first grade. Mm-hmm. So when I jumped into school, it was a Christian t- charter school. So it was small, but I was in a whole different arena that I've ever been in my life. And all mm-hmm. these kids knew each other. And I kind of just came in as a new kid. So I kind of, like, shrunk myself down Mm. and even though they were all nice it was like still hard to kind of really break out of that shell and then I was only there for a short time we moved to Akron and then I went into Akron public school so obviously my class went from like six kids to like 23 kids so I really felt lost and I feel like those were things that kind of made me feel like I had to shrink down because I Mm. didn't really fit in with people and I was so shy that I didn't allow myself to kind of like fit in with people. And that just kind of carried that on from each stage of my life. And as I've gotten older, obviously I've grown out of it to a degree. But there are still times where I'm like, I'll go into a room of people I don't know. And I'll just be real quiet and I'll just listen. And I'm like, I have, like in my mind, I'm like, I have all these wonderful things to say. <laughs> say it, say it, say it, say it. But my body's like, no, no, you're not going to say it. So is that where, like one of the areas that you feel like you lack confidence? Is it... I, so I think not as much now in regards to just talking to people, like mm-hmm. getting into a conversation. I'm better at it. Um, I think honestly now when it comes to just people like being in a conversation and not really talking to people, I don't know like that. It's not even really from a fear of of feeling inadequate, but more so it's like I don't know your intentions and I don't know like Mm. if you are you know a snake because I've had conversations with women or tried to be friends with women who I felt were being very um sneaky Mm. and it was like I would share things and it's like dang like you really just took what I said in confidence and just told people like that's so I, I I tread lightly in that area because of that Oh, gosh. But when it comes to lacking confidence, (laughs) where is the scroll of things? Somewhere in here. I was like, I'm going to have to narrow it down for me. I'm going to have to narrow it down because there's many areas that I lack confidence in. Um, So one thing I lack confidence in um, or I have low self-esteem in is my appearance. Mm. I feel like when I was younger, I I was the chubby kid. Probably from, like, third to seventh, maybe. Something like that. And all the other girls were these, you know, little petite, skinny, you know, Mm -hmm. in that age. And you're just, like, a little stick. And here I am, chubby-wubby, Gabby, (laughs) flabby Gabby. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) With the nicknames. (laughs) Trauma. Trauma. I've never heard that one. Flabby Gabby. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> thank god no one ever called me that at least not to just you called yourself me. that but see it's stuff that stems from childhood mm-hmm. but that stuck with me from that little age range but that's such a huge part of your development is when you're a child so you take these things in that people are saying to you and then you apply them to yourself when you get older and then i so i applied those you know being made fun of for being chubby to when I finally started to get taller and thin out and whatnot um, and started to get attention, like good attention. Um, And then, you know, I was in a relationship where I was cheated on and I just didn't feel, I just didn't feel good in that relationship. And I, again, went back to me and like, oh, it's me. 
I'm not good enough. Mm. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. And that <laughs> that issue with, you know, feeling like I was ugly, then getting attention, feeling like I'm pretty, but then you get cheated on, then you blame yourself because now you feel like you're ugly because you felt like you were ugly when you were a kid. And then it just it's just like it's like a, a domino effect. Mm-hmm. As you get older, those things you hold on to. So I would say that is a huge issue for me. Um, I mean, there's been times where I've even, like, not gone to places. Like, I've canceled to not go to places. I just felt like I looked ugly. Like, nope, no. Like, everything looks terrible on me. I look terrible. Like, I'm not going to go nowhere. Like, not at all. So Mm. that's definitely a big issue. I say I lack confidence just in me in so many areas. It's like I know that I have gifts that God has given me. I know I have talents. I know I have callings on my life. But, like, that fear just keeps me from pushing past what I lack, feeling inadequate and things like that. There's just so many things in my life that I'm like, I know I can do, but I just don't feel confident in it. And I don't know if it's just because I allow myself to stay in fear and I don't allow myself to take the risk and step out of the boat and walk on the water to do those things. So it's like, oh, well, I've never done that before, so there's no way I could do that. And it's like, that's such a toxic mindset because, of course, you're never going to know if you can do it or not until you do it. Right. And it's True. like it's like these things that you <laughs> know. And it's like, if I know this, why not just do it? Like, the, what's the worst thing that could happen? But again, like, if you're stuck in your mind like that, you're like, no, no I'll just stay in my comfort zone, which Ugh. is the worst place to be at, is your comfort zone. Yeah, it's all in the mind. Because mm-hmm. even hearing you talk about, like, not having, I'm really going to try so hard not to cry during this episode, but I can just feel mm-hmm. it bubbling up. Mm-hmm. But, like, even hearing you talk about, like, not having confidence, I'm looking at you like, girl, you are crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you're gorgeous. And everybody thinks you're gorgeous, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm not, I Everyone don't. Everyone but Gabby in her head. <laughs> and I know, and that's what I was thinking because yeah. I'm like, the same way you can look at her and be like, what are you talking about? Like, you can look, you, it's like, it just tells you it's that yourself. it's in your head. Mm-hmm. Somebody can look at me and say the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It goes to show that it doesn't matter. I had a friend who wanted braces so bad and we would be like why like and she would be like it's if you look right here like right here in this one spot it's and we would be like girl nobody cares but I came to the conclusion that if she doesn't believe she's beautiful then it doesn't really matter what everybody else says so um it's just so much of the head and your thoughts and it's easier said than done to just turn that switch off you know you can have 500 people tell you that they think you're the most beautiful person mm-hmm. in the world but if you don't you if you don't see that when you look in the mirror you know you have to do that work because like one of my areas that I lack confidence in I swear I don't want to cry my god this is therapy we can cry I know there will be many episodes that I can only imagine me crying on so <laughs> I'm gonna leave here with so much anxiety because I feel like I just uh, was so vulnerable that's bared okay. it all that's what we, we are hot <laughs> right hot hot honey <laughs> and if you don't know what hot means it's honest open and transparent yes. we're hot <laughs> So one thing for me is that I have a really hard time when I feel like I'm trying to convince myself and believe that I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm trying to convince myself of the opposite of what the world thinks or the opposite Uh, of what society thinks. Society says a size two is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Society says the lighter, the better, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like when you're a black, dark-skinned girl and you're plus size, it's like... 
how are you going to try and convince yourself that one plus one is five? And that's what I feel like I'm up against mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. I feel like the world sees Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. as the standard of beauty or who whoever else you want to yeah. uh, insert. Even like Nicki Minaj or whatever. This is who people praise. Mm-hmm. This is who people chase. Yeah. This is who people want to be friends with. This is who people want to date. This is who people brag about. Mm-hmm. Who people intentionally try to connect themselves with mm-hmm. just because they're beautiful. It doesn't even matter what they have have inside mm-hmm. you know and it's like well I'm, I'm beautiful I'm beautiful I'm beautiful I'm beautiful and like you're 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 up against the world mm-hmm. telling you that you're not you know what I mean you're up against the world telling you that you're not and I grew up being bullied a lot um for my my skin tone mm-hmm. um being called black all the time. I mean, you would think I was like literally pitch black the yeah. way that people talk. And I never understood it because I'm like, I'm not even that black, yeah. you know. Right. But the way I was literally made fun of from a kid to a teenager, high school, my cousins, my friends, they called me black. They just made mm-hmm. me feel like I was just so black and it was just so not attractive, you know. And it's just those things that. You, it's like even though I didn't personally see anything wrong with my skin tone and I do still love it to this day but it's mm-hmm. like obviously everybody else mm-hmm. thinks it's bad but I'm I'm learning now that that's kind of an immature mindset there are plenty of people who find you know plus size women beautiful mm-hmm. everybody doesn't like a size two right everybody's not into that everybody isn't only into light skin mm-hmm. women or mixed or biracial or mm-hmm. what everybody considers exotic yeah. you know what I mean so it's kind of like just trying to battle, yeah. you know, what the world says beauty is. And and the world's standard of beauty is so warped and it changes, especially for women. It changes so much because there was a time in history where if you were the bigger, the better. Like there was a time in history where if you were stick skinny with big boobs, you were better. Mm-hmm. There's a time in history where if you had a giant butt, you're better. I mean, literally, it continuously changes. True. And the crazy thing is, like, and I know it's kind of going off a little bit, but the crazy thing is, like, for us, when we have low self-esteem about our looks and we compare ourselves to what the quote-unquote beauty standard is and these celebrities, these women don't even have the confidence that they supposedly think that they have because a lot True. of them are getting plastic surgery. And I'm not trying to shade plastic surgery. If you have the money and you want to fix something, whatever, that's fine. But... If they were fully confident in their looks and and who they were, they wouldn't feel the need to go off and spend these thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars on these full mm-hmm. face and body makeovers. Mm-hmm. And they're not as confident. And those people are the ones who spend the rest of their life going to the doctor trying to nip and tuck and fix everything for the rest of their life because they need to fit this cookie cutter person that has been placed by society which is not accurate but then you have us who are quote-unquote normal who look at that and say this is what men want this is what men want or this is what women want to look like and it's like no I want to define what beauty is and like you said not everyone has the same standard there's a lot of men or women who don't like those type of looks, who don't like those type of bodies, Mm -hmm. who don't like they have their own preference. And we need to learn to become our own preference. Mm. We need to learn that we are our own person, that we were created perfectly, that God does not make mistakes when he created us. And we need to prefer ourselves. Like, we need to stop trying to be other people. 
We yeah. need to stop trying to look like other people. Stop trying. It's okay to have some goals, but you shouldn't want to become a person. Be who you are and fall in love with yourself. Yes, I love that. Become your own preference because even when thinking about the celebrities and having mm-hmm. plastic surgeries and stuff, sometimes I've read or watched a documentary of, of a person who was worshipped, mm-hmm. you know, by women and men, and they'll be like, I hate the way I look. Mm-hmm. I can't even look at myself. And it's like, what? You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, I'm going to beat myself down to look like you and you beating yourself down to look like somebody yeah. else. And it's just a never ending cycle. Mm-hmm. So you have to become your own standard. Like, and I love mm-hmm. that sometimes I do see plus size women that are super confident and sexy mm-hmm. and bold and they just don't care. And I'm just like, oh, like I kind of wish I had that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, but you know, it's a, it's a process. It's so. a process. Cause I'm sure many people who don't fit the standard that society puts on on women. Let's just talk about women because that's what that's, that's what we are. Um, <laughs> but I can guarantee you, a good portion of those people didn't start off super confident. They started True. off with with insecurities, and they had to work their way up to get to that place. And that's all it is: is baby steps. We need to say, okay, what is it? Where is it that we are lacking self esteem? Um, why are we lacking it in that and how are we going to get better at that? Like, what are the baby steps to get to that goal of being happier with ourselves, being more content with ourselves, loving ourselves more? Yeah. How do we get there? What? So like, um, last week I talked about daily affirmations. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. I think you know, getting dressed up and, and going out and taking pictures sometimes can be a boost of confidence. Yeah. If you look good, you feel good, you start to feel it internally, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. that's just a couple things. I don't know. What else could you do to Honestly, help you? for me, there's been times where, I mean, we opened up talking about how social media can affect our confidence. It can affect our self-esteem. There's been times where I've taken, like, six-month hiatus from social media. I mean, and it doesn't always have to be that long. Sometimes it's a month. Sometimes it's a couple months. Sometimes it's six months. And I feel like, I mean, I do that for different reasons. But one reason is sometimes it gets so overwhelming looking at everyone else's, what I call highlight reels, looking at Mm -hmm. everyone else's perfect life that um, it just becomes, it just creates anxiety in you, even if you don't want it to create anxiety. And it's not that you're like, oh, this person is getting married. It's not like you're like in a negative place about other people. Like you Mm -hmm. can be happy for them, but sometimes you look at your own life and you're like, dang, but I'm still here doing this or stuck here doing that. So I would say for me, a lot of times just getting off social media and just cutting that completely out. And when you cut that out, I cannot tell you like, how amazing it feels it feels so good because you're literally (laughs) living in the moment Mm -hmm. you're not spending because sometimes you can get on instagram just to post something and then you're on there for like three hours and you're like Mm -hmm. what have i been doing with my life but you don't realize how consuming it is and it's not good to be so consumed in something like Mm -hmm. that and when you turn it off and you disconnect and you really live your life and you yes. work on you. It feels so amazing. So I would say for me, that's one of the ways to um, kind of combat those things. Like you said, affirmations, uh, journaling, just taking time for yourself. Like for me, a, a big 
a de-stressor which also helps with like boosting how you feel about yourself is just being active whatever that is like if it's going on a bike ride if it's going for a walk it's just being out in fresh air and just being like oh just I can release all that Mm -hmm. um I would say also like setting many goals that you know are attainable and you Mm -hmm. can accomplish I feel like you build more confidence when you start accomplishing things and they can be tiny things it could be like I really want to clean my house. I really want to clean it this week. I'm going to set a goal of how to do that. Mm -hmm. And you accomplish it. And you're like, wow, I can do these things. So whatever it is, like whatever area you're lacking in, I would say start small with little goals and try to accomplish them. Yeah, that's a good point. Because you do feel so much better when you feel like you accomplish something, even Mm -hmm. if it's little. And it's like, if you don't like something about your appearance, even though it's easier said than done, Mm -hmm. I can testify to that. Yeah. (laughs) Change it, you know, Mm -hmm. start to do things to change it. If it's your hair, if it's your skin, you know, you can do skincare. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's fun too to to take care of yourself. It Mm -hmm. goes back into self-care. It goes back into mental health. And it goes back into just pouring it to yourself every day and again just back to your mindset I think that's what we talked about this week and last week a lot is just working on your mind because you are not those things Mm -hmm. you are not ugly you are not stupid you are not worthless Um, you have such amazing potential in you you just have to change your mind about yourself Um, and everyone has different ways of doing that counseling reading books, listening to YouTube, listening to sermons, just surrounding yourself with positive people. There's so many different ways to do that. You have to find what works best for you, but you have to start somewhere. You're never going to be more confident. You're never going to have good self-esteem. You're never going to grow if you just stay where you're at. Mm -hmm. You have to take the first step. Yep, and it benefits you in so many different areas of Mm -hmm. life when you have confidence, you know, it impacts the people around you. Um, even talking about social media, one of the the biggest reasons why I do take social media breaks mm-hmm. and my favorite things about taking breaks is I love to just be engaged with the actual people mm-hmm. in my everyday life. Yeah. I have so many people that I follow who I watch them live these crazy, amazing, wonderful lives where they travel every weekend and I haven't seen them in 15 years. Right. But I love to just be in tune with the people who I talk to every day, who I see every day, to check in yeah. on them, see how they're doing, hang out with them, spend time with them, you know, laugh with them, mm-hmm. eat with them, whatever it is, and just literally be fully um, immersed into my actual real life Yeah. instead of with a phone to my face mm-hmm. looking at what um, Tom, Dick, and Harry are doing mm-hmm. and seeing how successful they are or who they're married to this week or who they're this dating. Week. <laughs> Hopefully they make the same person this week that they were last week. Who they're dating this week or just whatever. You know what I mean? It's cool to see what, you know, old friends from high school or wherever are doing or even celebrities. But it's just something that's so nice to just be closed off and be in my own little world. And I think that it benefits You know, me and my husband just talked about, like, how we love when we're both taking social media breaks because Mm -hmm. we do have to, you do have to take time away from your family or your friends to scroll and to be on social media. You'll see people at, like, a table at the restaurant, like, four people all sitting on their phone. And I'll watch them sometimes just to see, like, are they just checking? Like, maybe someone, like, 15 minutes and not said one word to each other. Yeah. And they're just on their phone. And I'm like, what are you Couples doing Couples do it all the time. Life? And it's like, we have certain rules where we won't 
no phones at the table. Mm-hmm. If we do go on a date and we need to check a text, of course, whatever. Yeah. But we don't. We used to even have a rule that we're kind of getting back to now, which is that no phones in the bedroom. Like, mm-hmm. once it's time for us to wind down yeah. and everything, we shut the house down and we go to bed, the phones go to bed, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Set yeah. those alarms, plug them up, and they're done. We're not right. going to be here next to each other. And I'm looking at what this one and that one and this one is doing instead yeah. of talking to you about how your day was and checking yeah, in on you. Sure. So, yeah, break social media breaks. Everybody should be taking them. Like, Everyone. I can't imagine people who don't take them. And y'all been on MySpace since y'all was like 16. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and yes. y'all have never, if you've never had a social media break, I cannot even imagine that. Like, I think I'd probably have mental breakdowns if I never had a social media break from MySpace all the way through now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, big Um, confidence effect there. Yeah, we want you guys to share, like, what are... And this this is vulnerable, so you may not want to be open about all of your insecurities Mm -hmm. and low self-esteem. We get it. If you do feel confident, um, this is a safe space and there is no judgment. Um, please share. If you don't want it to be out like on post, you can always DM us privately. We would never share your information unless yeah. you wanted us to. Just because we putting ours on blast don't mean don't, yours got to yes, be on blast. <laughs> but we do hope that, you know, us being transparent will help you feel a little bit more confident in being transparent as well because um, you're not going to really get healing from anything until you start uh, really looking at those things and facing those fears. And sometimes facing those fears is just being open with them and saying, yeah. Hey, I struggle with this. You don't know how many other people are struggling with the same thing you're struggling right now. You don't. Like so many people are yeah. and how much help you can get from a community of people who know what you're going through. Yeah. So women, I want to know, do you guys relate to either of us? Like, how do y'all feel or what are some of the things that you struggle with as far as confidence? Men, I'm curious to know how yes. um, you guys are impacted like with social media. Do you feel like comparison, watching everybody's highlight reel? I know that for men, I know sometimes it can be kind of more so financial that they feel pressures oh, okay. and stuff like that. And maybe they feel like I'm not making as much money or I'm not doing this or that. So if you're comfortable, please share. But before we end it, I yes. do want to ask. Okay. Tell me one thing that you love about yourself inwardly and outwardly. Oh, and uh, yes, I, I thought know. we were just saying inwardly. I'm a good person. <laughs> that was too easy. <laughs> too easy. Okay, so inwardly, um, I would say, and I guess I just some explanation with this because people can take it out of context. I would say inwardly, my heart. And what I mean by that, because I know our heart can be deceitful above all things. I get that. <laughs> but what I mean by my heart is that I really have a, I really have a passion to just love and care for other people, for God, for people, for animals, for flowers, like every <laughs> living thing. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like I'm just, I, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before on the podcast, but I feel like I'm such a hippie. I'm such like lovey-dovey, like harmony, peace, <laughs> joy, everything good, rainbows and butterflies. So like my my heart, my heart for God, my heart for people, mm-hmm. um, just really, just really having a desire for everyone to just get along and just to have a wonderful, amazing life and to thrive and to help people in any way I can and being selfish, selfless. Mm-hmm. So that is what I like inwardly. Outwardly, we have to pick something. I would say outward. I like my eyes. 
I like my ass. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Listen, honey, because I'm (laughs) over here thinking hard. Like, what am I going to say when it's my turn? Let me pull up the mirror. Like, let me. (laughs) Let me look in the mirror real quick and remind myself what I like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, inwardly, one thing that I like is that I am constantly. It could be to my detriment a little bit, but Mm. for the most part, it's good self-evaluating. I don't want to ever be, like, completely oblivious that I'm treating or being rude to a friend. Like, it's times where, and it can be negative sometimes where I'll go home and be like, oh, my God, that could have been so offensive. You know, I shouldn't have said that. I hope I didn't hurt their feelings. I don't know if I should apologize. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I'm always looking to make sure that I'm treating people kindly, reevaluating, thinking like that probably was kind of rude or you had a bad attitude. You should apologize. You know, I'm never just out here like, look, I am who I am and you take it or leave it type of attitude. So that's one thing that I really love that I'm always willing to grow. I'm always willing to learn how to be a better uh, person to my friends, to my family. So that's great. Outwardly. Um, (laughs) I guess I mean I like my eyes okay you know I felt like like another thing I always felt like if you don't have green eyes or blue eyes or hazel eyes Mm -hmm. you have brown eyes but I feel like you know even with my dark brown eyes (laughs) I love my eyes yeah that's great yeah okay well too we want you guys to share what you like about yourself this is this is a family thing. We yes. are a family in we here. Are family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so share. Share what you like about yourself. We're so, we can so easily say all the things that we hate about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We rarely pick out the things that we love about ourselves. So let us know what you love about yourself. Let us know about your self um, esteem and confidence journey, and how we could even help you guys with yes. tips and anything else. If there's something deeper that we haven't touched on in this that you want us to talk more about on another episode, let us know about that as well. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Bye.